craft beer market is an exploding space and brewers are mushrooming from every corner taking advantage of this. Uh, tonight we are going to be speaking to uh, Melusi Atluempu who is a native from Amamalodi. I'm going to be chatting to him about the beer, Amamalodi Lager and just getting a little bit more of an understanding uh, of, of the landscape of uh, beer brewing in South Africa and also then just about what inspired him to get into the space. Melusi, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for the invite. Let's start off. Uh, let's chat about uh, you know first of all about uh, you know, beer and craft beer in general. Okay. Uh, where did the interest come from when it comes to craft beers? Uh, to be honest, I've always been a beer lover, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think my interest was was ex- is, okay. My Carry interest up. my interest grew mm-hmm. when I spent a bit of time in Cape Town. Yes. Right. And How long were you in Cape Town? I was there for two years. Okay. And I was working for Old Mutual as a system, senior systems analyst. Okay. Right? So That's I used to live in Ops. That's very far away from, yeah. from, from <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you, if, so I used to drive from Ops because I used to live in Ops, driving to Pine. As an observatory. So observatory. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you drive past seven breweries at most, mm-hmm. right? And I've always wondered, no, why can't we have our own beer in Pretoria, my melody? You know, I think... The the love or the the initiative or the wanting to be in that space happened while I was still in Cape Town. So basically, your job drove you to alcohol, and you were and, no, and you not even, not even, not even, because <laughs> I still practice as a systems analyst. You know, this is more of a of a of of, of something that I do out of love. So tell me a little bit about the process. Um, how did it all start? Because a lot of people talk about heading into a business and that you need to do, you know, piles and piles of research. Then you need to go and get funding. How did it happen for you? Uh, this was actually not, not as easy, but uh, for the love of it, I suppose, right? Because I've always been a beer lover, right? Then obviously there'll be days where you take time out and think, if I were to create my own beer, how would I make it, right? Mm-hmm. Then I think spending a lot of time down there and traveling as well, it opens up your mind, right? And I think the first step I took was to consult with a beer scientist and okay. see how can I best do something that I pref- something that I would love, yeah. right? And I think it t- I took it from then. And while I was still in Cape Town, I used to fly up, consult with my beer scientist, Apiwe, right? And I think in 2017, November, December, we came out. First, we started off with 440s. A year later, we grew, we're doing well. We're now brewing 340s. Right. So, so tell me, uh, what is a, a, a beer scientist? Beer scientist. Yeah, what do they, they do? They help you with the recipe, right? Okay. First of all, if you're not akin to the periodic table, you cannot do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I need to step away <laughs> from, least, from, from, from brewing beer. <laughs> and also, if you don't have an understanding of it, yeah. so you, you'd rather stay away. Stay away. Right? Yeah, so that was that. And I think we did something great, and, and it came out beautiful. Uh, so, so a lot of beers, um, looking at, at, at what is the difference between a craft beer um, and then, like you know, the the, the normal uh, mainstream, okay, mainstream. Yeah. It, it's a lot of differences, but the main difference is that craft doesn't have preservatives, okay? Because it's brewed over a longer time, so it takes three weeks. So with your mainstream beers, it takes about a day or two, okay? Right? And it's got preservative preservatives as well you know and i think based on that some people will tell you there's no babalas yeah but it's debatable <laughs> we can debate that the whole day you know? so that's said i think craft's got benefits as well you know as opposed to mainstream 
Okay, and, and then um, there, there's the, the barley and hops and all these sort of wonderful things and how bitter it needs to be in the fermentation process. Yes, take, take yes. Take a little bit of that. That's what the thing. That's means. why, I mean, I mean I, I, I'm a consumer at most. Yeah. And that's why I needed help, you okay. know. And that's why I consulted, you know. And I mean, the one thing that I'm proud about is that through, throughout the process, we tried to keep South African ingredients throughout, right? Okay. I mean, our obviously you need water yeah. <laughs> out of the ingredients, yeah. you know. The malted barley gluten is from South Africa, you know, the hops, South African, and the yeast as well, right? Uh-huh. I mean, the whole life cycle, the production life cycle of this product is all South African. And is it brewed in Mamolodi or where are Not as yet. It? We're working towards that. Initially, we used to brew with a with brewery in, 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 in the north of Pretoria, uh-huh. which is like next to Lanseria. Uh-huh. But now, because we're doing the amount of, we, we pass 8,000 litres um, Okay, our first batch was like 8,000 liters plus, right? We're now brewing in Cape Town. Okay, so you scaled up. Yeah, we scaled up. Obviously, this was a year later. You know, okay. we took that. We took that step. And 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 when it comes to to scaling up, obviously that means that you know your your production has grown, which means that there's more overheads that need to be paid. Um, have you found that you needed funding, and have banks been open to fund um, an initiative like this? To be honest, I've stayed away from banks, okay. right, and and funding and government and all that. This this was supported by family, okay, and and friends, you know, and and I think that's the one thing that I'm very proud of, right. There's no loan here. <laughs> There's no loan. And it is out of the passion that we have. You know? It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. And in actual fact, somebody asked me, what advice would you give? <laughs> for somebody who's, who's, who's thinking of starting a beer. Yeah. And I can only just say, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> because do you it. don't want them to compete with you? Or no, not really. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I, I actually want people to go into the space, you okay. know, because the more, the more, you know, yeah. and we can also take over, you know, I, I, eventually I, one day. I want to talk a little bit more about the space itself and, and looking about competing, um, looking at South African brewers um, and the quality of our beer. Uh, I want us to chat a little bit about that and also just chatting about, you know, where you grew up, uh, what kind of flavors, you know, when you, were, when, you, when you were making the beer, how did you want to encompass sort of like those childhood memories and where you came from? Uh, we're going to be chatting about that uh, uh, just after this. Just one second. Let's have the conversation at SAFM Radio on Twitter. We are in a conversation with uh, Melusi Tlwempu, who is the founder of uh, Mamalodi Lager. It is a proudly South African craft beer named after my my my, my neck of the woods. I come from Estrus, which is right next to Mamalodi. Uh, my dad often kids uh, that I got my driver's license at the Mamalodi taxi rank because that's where <laughs> I learned to drive. <laughs> but, you know, this is home for me. So it's great to see that, you know, even looking at when I was looking at the label, seeing, you know, my, my hood, seeing my neck of the woods actually, yeah, in that map that you guys have put on there. So tell me a little bit about that. Tell me a little bit about growing up in Mamalodi and what in you know what inspired you and what you, what did you try to bring through in the beer itself that made you think of of that township. So the thing is, uh, I'll start off with the beer, mm-hmm. then I'll tell the story backwards. Okay. Right? So Mamalodi is like Mamalodi Lager is a superior lager, right? And it's inspired by the people's love and passion for their home, right? Mm-hmm. And and what we tried to do was to get a perfectly balanced brew 
that has a lot of quality, you know. So it was brewed with quality in mind. So you when know? you say perfectly balanced, is that the, and the, the it bitter sounds and like sweet? A, it sounds like a rhetoric. Yeah, it's it like, the, like the bitter yeah, and sweet. Because everybody says, you know, a lager perfectly balanced. Yes. But, but that's what we were gunning for, uh-huh. right? And, 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 and the process, I think it got exciting when we were planning the, the labeling. After the after we got the recipe right, right, because mm-hmm. I wanted to pay homage to my melody, and that's why we've got the map of my melody, mm-hmm. and also on the label you've got every other t- section of my melody that's on the label, and you also have the history of my melody on the side, on the side, which is very beautiful. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think that you know what I like about the product is that it's not done in isolation of the history and the culture uh, from where you come from. No, it's not. It's it's the people's love for their home. Basically, that's that. You the people's love for their home? Yeah, you could be from Soshanguva. Oh, yes, there is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, that inspired the brew. And is that why you also, you know, relied so much on family and friends when making the brew instead of, instead of you know, going to an, a third party? Because it is. It's about, it's about family and it's about connection. Yeah, it's about, it's, it's, more especially, it's love and passion okay. for something that you really, really want to go after, you know? Now, love and, and passion, though, can only go that far. You know, in, in in the days when it was dark <laughs> <laughs> and the pennies were few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah, yeah. what was fueling you then, and what, and and what are some of the, the the lessons that you learned that you would do differently next time around? I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, but I'm being honest. I would like the journey that I've worked in the last year. But it's because the, the, I was fueled. I was fueled by by by. I really wanted to do this, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to have a beer out, right? And I mean, if you can look at the timeline, we came out in 2017. Yeah? Mm-hmm. A, a year later, we've, we've got a rollout, a national plan to roll out nationally, you know? I okay. mean, we're in talks with distribution centers, distribution centers, say your spas and your mess mat, right? Okay. And I mean, already we've got a strategic alliance with Big Save, right? And I mean, there's a couple of restaurants that have adopted the beer and a lot of hotspots in Mamelodi that have adopted the beer. So I'm talking about your Santorini's, mm. Tivo Cafe, okay. Jack Buddha, and all of those places, right? Jack Buddha, oh my yeah, word. memories. Yeah, yeah. And, and I love that it's more of an alliance than more than anything else. Yeah. I mean, some of these guys they don't even drink beer, but the minute they heard that there was Mamelodi Lager, they started stocking it up and pushing the brand. So let's talk about the space um, and craft beer in South Africa. Um, do you do you think that there there is still more space at the table? Um, and do you think that we're doing enough to to educate, um, especially black brewers, and get them into the space? I think I think I think there's more than enough space. Okay. There's more than enough space. I mean, obviously you've got the big boys, mm-hmm. right? Who been running this for a while then you also have guys who are more fortunate than others so obviously the the guys in Cape Town with bigger breweries and and you've got a lot of guys that are mushrooming up mushrooming up mm-hmm. with new brands and most of them are black and I think for example I was in South America last week or for last two weeks or so I mean they've got 50 beers plus and I mean if you look at the eco system of of beer everybody's got their own space Mm. and it it cuts across your lsm you know yes and which is very interesting and it's something that we haven't gotten right already in south africa and i'm looking forward to those days where you know whether a product is premium or not but everybody else can drink it tell me a little bit about the lsm and 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 who are you looking at when you when you're looking at your target market so you see (laughs) the way i see it i've got three actors right Mm -hmm. it's either you've got money you try not to get broke or you broke Right, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> and I'm going through all of those, right? And, uh-huh. and 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 luckily, 
I tried to 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 try and define our methodology and approach to the market, and and it 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 has proven to not really get to where we were trying to get because now you're trying to define and box your beer. Yeah. But you get to my melody and everybody's drinking it. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. And you're in Santin, everybody's drinking it and you're in Mabone because we've got footprint in Mabone we've got footprint in say your suburbs, your uh, Pretoria East Pretoria East and Centurion. And, yeah. and obviously there's a lot of intake in my melody, you know. So yeah. you cannot, uh, from my experience, you try and define it, right, and think it will work. Then you go into the market and it opens up and you cannot box it. Would you say that it's because of the quality of your beer that, it, that I'm anybody also thinking, can consume But it? I'm also thinking that people are waking up and people are also patriotic, you uh-huh. know, towards certain products as well. Well, know? that's good to hear. It's good to hear that yeah. people are actually buying South African products. Because I was about to ask, was there a lot of barriers for with access to entry when it came to... There is, all okay. the time. There is, all the time. Because you've got your gatekeepers, you yes. know. And I don't want to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there is, all the time. But I think we've done well thus far. I mean, at, at a certain point, we had footprint in Cape Town. You can imagine the amount of experts that are in Cape, Cape Town. Town. People yeah. that are from Pretoria, Joburg. Mm-hmm. But once they see the beer, man, it reminds them back of home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they get that love. And I think it's, it, it's everything that we started off with. The love and passion for our home now and you know the the love and passion for home is one thing but you know looking at products it's never without controversy has the issue with regard to the name been sorted out yeah i think the one thing i can tell you is that three months ago i was Uh invited by the cipc yes to give a talk on on regional and name zoning or trademarking regional trademarking you know my trademark is sorted. Okay. We even have it on a new label. And a new label. No, that's good to hear because I think, you know, entrepreneurs need to understand that there's, they, they, they need to trademark, they need to make sure that that... It's very important. Yeah. It's very, I, I think even when we're still busy with the, uh, with the recipe, I was already st- uh, knocking on the... On the, on the doors of the CIPC, CIPC mm-hmm. trying to find out how does regional or zonal uh, trademarking work. And so, I, I think the certificate is ready. <laughs> Just need to collect it. Well, you know, when it comes to, to things like that, is it important that entrepreneurs do their homework, um, that they get all of the, the you know, because a lot of times people get, like you said, it's passion. It was a passion product and that was, you know, kind of what was feeding you. But sometimes people get caught up in the passion and they forget that there's administration that needs to be done. Um, if you, if you, you are not somebody who's, who's who's good with administration. Would you advise somebody, you know, as an entrepreneur, to maybe get somebody who is? Because how important is that for the success of your business? I mean, not to be honest, or luckily, I've been exposed, right? Mm. I've been doing this on my own mm. for the last year or so, right? And I can tell you that, as I referred to earlier on, right? If you're not sure what's happening with the periodic table, leave it. <laughs> you know, it's not going to work if you don't understand what's happening there. Because even if you get your recipe right, they need to explain it to you. Yes. Then even if you need to make amendments, you need to explain what it is that you need to take off, right? Mm-hmm. Things like that. And second to that, when it comes to, say, customer uh, liaisons, yes. that's also important. You know, it depends the character, the type of person that you are. I think I'm a friendly guy. I think I can relate to people. So you go into a restaurant, you start off a conversation. Five minutes later, hey, we've got Mamilodi Lager. And it's how people tend to not buy it, but adopt, adopt the, brand. the brand. Adopt the brand. And that's where I'm going. Tell me a little bit about your, yourself. You know, like you said, you know, you did systems. You, that's IT in my world. Mm-hmm. Um did you ever see yourself as an entrepreneur? 
me, I, I really, I really cannot say. But, but you know, to be honest, I started off and I wanted to be an engineer uh-huh. until I got to second semester and I thought, <laughs> I was like, this is not for me. Then I ended up doing development, and I think I've been lucky ever since because I've I did a lot, I, I did a lot of development for banks, right? Mm-hmm. And I think all the time or throughout, there's always been this common thread of. Okay. Yes. <laughs> of bear in the background, lingering <laughs> in the background, whether it's for celebrations, or you know, yeah, yeah, weddings. You get me. So, so I think the love or, or the passion or, or the need to have a, my own, I think it was expanded when I was in Cape Town. Do you think that you'd ever venture into any other products as an entrepreneur? Mm, not really. Not really. But what I can tell you is that our cider is almost ready. Oh, okay. Our Pilsner is coming out later, uh, later on in the year, and so is our stout. Then we can wrap up our portfolio nicely. Then you have it all. You've got yeah, all your then bases we have covered. It all. Then we can move on to sweets. <laughs> <laughs> See, you are thinking of a different product. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what we have here, man, it's got a nice aroma. The, the appearance is golden yellow. The mouthfeel is, is light in body, you know, and the overall impression that it possesses the right amount of vorpa. You know, it's refreshing. It's easy to drink. And it's a test quencher of note. And, and, and do you find that there you also get a lot of women who drink it? Because women on... So, yeah. so, so... Because cause also when I was in Cape Town at the time, I used to do a lot of wine, wine testing yes. and, and, you know, and gin testing. So when I had this in mind, when we were working on the, on the recipe, I also tried to accommodate whiskey drinkers. Okay. You know, whiskey drinkers and wine drinkers, you know. Mm. A lot of beers, people tend to use fruits. Yes. Fruits when they work on their beers, you know, whether it's your lager, your ears or whatnot, right? What we did here, which was very clever, and I don't want to give away the recipe, was that we had a herbal hop feel to it. So uh, we're using herbs, herbs as opposed to fruits. Fruits. Yeah. Um, Lucy, before, uh, before we go, if people want to get more information, where's the best place? I think we're rolling out nationally mm-hmm. in the next month or so. But please, please follow us on Instagram, Mamelodi Lager, Twitter, Mamelodi Lager, and obviously we've got our... Our website. Facebook group, yeah. which is um, Mami Lodi Laga, our home, our beer, which is our tagline. <laughs> you know, obviously, you've got your our home and our beer. Thank you so much, Melusi. Really enjoyed chatting to you. Can't wait to try one after the show, of course, because, you know, can't, can't uh, uh, drink and drive, uh, drive the disc. Yeah. Uh, but we do have to, to pay some bills. After that, we're going to be going uh, to the movies and chatting about a new uh, film that's coming out three days to go.